Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Basky out with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. Fan. We haven't had much to celebrate. Probably won't have much to celebrate for at least another year or two. At least. Our teams are in the same exact predicament. Our strong European players are out indefinitely. Yeah. Marketing is dope. And obviously, Porzingis is the future in New York. But uh, but it was a nice little throwback, too. Even though he's not a bull, I was feeling Derrick Rose's 50-point performance. I was a little cynical about it, though. Why why cynical? Uh, I think it was a part of me, and I had to catch myself. A part of me was saying, this is dope as fuck. I love this. This is great. But I want to see, like, your next few follow-up games. <laughs> that's such a... You were like, you were like, a... you were like, yeah, but can you do it again? No, I, mean, I understand. What no, you're no, saying. no. I don't because, mean it. Because I mean, like Mo Williams dropped fifty. Right, people on have dropped fifty before. Yeah, on like, the Timberwolves like three years ago. Yeah, it's not like it's Maybe dope four. that he scored fifty. It's great, and like he has worked his ass off. And I do miss the old Derrick Rose. I think his career was a fucking tragedy, but it's not. It's uncommon, but it's not like it's the fucking rarest thing for a random player to drop fifty. I think it's that. I think it's that it's the injuries, yeah, yeah, and considering his explosiveness in that scoring, it's rare to see that from someone. It's rare to see someone who come back from that many injuries and still be that explosive and drop a fifty. Yeah, I, I feel that, which is why I was like, let me catch myself. I don't yeah. want to be this cynical. Uh, I would love. I would love to see Derrick Rose. Here's the thing: D Rose hasn't had terrible seasons. He just hasn't had superstar seasons. No, he's had terrible seasons. Well, when he's injured, but I'm saying when he yeah. plays. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I'm saying when he plays. He. I mean, I. I was averaged like 15 to 19 points a game. That's not a bad fucking stat line. He's doing. He's scoring. Mm-hmm. But he just hasn't had all-star level seasons, superstar level seasons, or even MVP level seasons when that's what was expected. Yeah, I mean, that's a big – I mean, he won MVP, so I think that's like a big – It's a big drop-off. That's a very big drop-off. It's a very big drop-off. But the notion that he's out here scoring like – the notion that he's out here like being Michael Beasley or something well, is incorrect. He's not scoring like two points a game. The dude is still putting up Well, last season, buckets. or no, I mean, he really isn't. The last two seasons, I mean, last season he averaged 9.8 points a game. Did, and he, did he play a lot last season, though? That was like where he had that weird shit going on with him. Like yeah. you said, he is averaging 16, 15 before that, but his, his drop-off last season was pretty stark. It was pretty stark. He, I mean, two teams, he didn't play. He was, in, he, he was bought out. He didn't play for Utah when he got traded. It's weird. Oh, wait. I meant in, uh, yeah, in, in Cleveland. And then when he went to Minnesota, he only averaged 5.8 points per game. Yeah. But he's back in the form now, I think. And I think we'll see a little, bit or st- a little bit of a better stat line. But these last two years haven't been good years for him. No. Just unfortunate. 
But, yo, man, if I score 50 points, I would cry. I think if you scored 50 points, I'd want to know, one, where are you playing? I don't know there's many places now where you can play basketball and are allowed to score 50 points. If you play in a rec league, you yeah. score out at, like, 25. Yeah. Uh, and if you're playing pickup, if you're scoring 50 points, <laughs> then, this, then that just means that, like, y'all, too long. Yeah, y'all play for fucking We play for fucking four hours. <laughs> Uh, well, what's the equivalent for people who suck? If you dominate, if you dominate, like if you scored every point in your, uh, in a pickup game. Yeah. If you scored all 13 points. Do you guys play, what, do you play pickup? Do you play the 13 or do you play the 11? I don't know, man. It's. When's the basketball last time you rule, played pickup basketball? It's been a while. I haven't played ball in a while. Uh, <laughs> pickup fucking rules in Chicago, in LA are weird. What They're are different. some of the rules that are different? Uh, do you guys do drops? What are drops? Where... If you're playing, say, for instance, like a varsity, which is 21, mm-hmm. and somebody gets to 11, and everybody under everybody who hasn't scored is eliminated from the game, and everybody who is under, and everybody else drops to seven. Oh, wait, you're talking about 21. Oh, like you're playing 21. Like you're playing varsity. Like you're playing V. And you're playing 21. 21. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I was like, I've never called it varsity, but yeah. I yeah, we call it V. We call it V. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I know that one. Yeah, we do that. Tip backs. Okay, but your your argument is that LA rules are weird. I would argue that that is a very weird. Well, no, rule. it's not that. It's not that it's. And weird. then we're also talking about pickup. It's not that it's pickup. weird. I mean, that it's just so weird how it's different everywhere. Absolutely, uh, depending on regions, it's not weird. I mean, you get used to it out here. I mean, we pickup, have taps in New York where yeah. like you can tap in a rebound and it erases that person's. It erases that person's points to zero unless they're over seven. I think. I think. Well, for us, it was like if you're over seventeen, you just go back down to eleven. Yeah. 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 Oh man, I used to hate that shit. I mean, but I was like, and then <laughs> we only do that, that shit in like shit. middle school and high school, where like I don't know if you could do that shit in a park. Like you're playing in a park with grown ass men, and you tap that shit in, and you go like, "Hey, yo, taps." I think yeah, they'll fuck you the like well, they'll be like, "All right, because niggas is old, you. man." Yeah, man, no niggas like, "What the fuck?" You just tap <laughs> in the ball, you go take away my points. Yeah, yeah, niggas too old for that. What uh, about uh, when you're at 21 and you're trying to score the game winning three? If you miss it, you go back to I've done that. 11. Oh man, I hate that so much. That's a pretty. I've lost too many. Any games like of course that. i lose that every time because i can't hit threes yeah yeah i can't threes for shit yeah dude <laughs> so that I've was never won 21 i back when i was playing pretty regularly a few years ago there was always and my jump shot got better the longer i played like in that span i was playing but it took me about six months to win a fucking varsity to win a 21 because I mean, varsity because i couldn't hit the last fucking three, it's, dude. <laughs> it's from the top of the key. Yeah. So it has to be a perfectly straight shot. It's terrible. Because, like, you know, I can hit some threes from the side because I'm angled. Yeah. And it looks ugly, but it'll go in. But yeah, I'm if more you put of me a... at the top of the key or the top of the uh, uh, the three-point line. It's not an easy shot, man. I'm more of an elbow. Straight. I'm more of an elbow shooter. Mm. So Inside? You got that? You got that inside game? That or Sean just Livingston. even from just yeah, or even from the three. Like I'm better. Mm. Well, like, you know why angle. you're better from the the corner? Why it's shorter? Well, that's not the corner. You said the corner three, right? The elbows, like the sides. The, if you do this, is that what the elbows call? The elbows are in the post, that little block. But the what's the what's the one on the on the three point line, like the oh the little points? Yeah, uh, those are called the elbows, right? I'm no, almost sure elbow, those are called the elbows. I mean, maybe elbow three. That's yeah. That's what but I mean. But elbows is in the post, right? I thought they There's both those were four called the corners. Elbows. Maybe I could be wrong. Just because of the corner things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
Who knows? That's what we used to call it, at least. Elbow three. What is the equivalent of 50 points for a pickup game? I just said, if you score every point. But that's for not your realistic. Team, that's not realistic. It is very realistic. I mean, it's realistic. <laughs> Go to Gold's Gym, and there's some niggas who, like, you just look at the four of the dudes, you be like, you so lucky that you picked up this guy. Because right. this guy's scoring every one of your points. But I mean, as far as. You doing it, it's not realistic? Is no, that what no, you're no. saying? I'm, I mean. I think you could have a game where you drop all 13 points. But you wouldn't feel accomplished after that. I would feel very upset and exhausted. Right. So if you were playing, all right, fuck a pickup game. Let's say you were playing five on five, two minute, uh, two 20 minute halves, right? Mm-hmm. What would you walk away from that game being like, damn. If I hit most I of my crushed. like if I if I hit most of my shots. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing about pickup that really like hurts me when I play is I remember I see how inefficient I've become. Especially mm-hmm. because I play in the post and I'm like, man, and I'm getting hacked. I used to be able to get hacked and finish. Mm-hmm. And now I just get hacked and I go to the line. I'm not that great of a foul shoot a free throw shooter anymore. I wasn't really great in high school, in fact. We lost our high school game because they hack shacked me. But mm-hmm. Um, that is what pisses me off now. It's like, man, I can't even finish these and one. So if I can walk out of that game with a high efficiency, I feel pretty damn good. If I can walk away with 22 points. I mean, that's three points away from scoring out. Because I feel like I've never scored that. Like, you scored 21 in the varsity. I dropped 40 in high school. You should have cried. I did not cry. It was against a team that only had five kids, and they were all maybe five foot eight. And I was like, "Shit, I'm a, I'm a eat." <laughs> and I, so they were all exhausted. Eat, I did. They were all exhausted by minute eight. Mm-hmm. They couldn't play D no more. They were. I mean, look, I was in a Christian school league, so it was like eight schools that you just beat up on if you were a good school. I feel that man. Christian schools, it was great. It was the great. Players be trash. Yeah, I mean, like some Christian schools will just be like, "We got to do it," or or they go get that one black dude, like the LeBron. That, yeah, but those are like those private schools that have money, money. and yeah. those schools are some of the best basketball you'll ever see in your life. Like yeah. some of those Catholic schools, they have money and they drop it into their schools mm-hmm. and their players and their player development and all that stuff. But I was in a Christian league of like eight Christian schools in South Texas that were just like, "Yeah, we'll make a league together," and some of those schools. You could tell that they were like, oh, we got a game today. Let's just go and find five dudes that are willing to stay after school. <clears throat> and, man, I beat the shit up out of them. But there were some schools that were really hard to beat, like the school that my brother went to. We've never beaten them, ever. You played them, right? I played against my brother in high school, yes. And you lost against him. I've never beaten him in ever? a high school game. Have you beaten him one-on-one? Of course. Has he beaten me more? Of course. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that, that listen, Jaquise. There is nothing that you will do in life that will be more infuriating than losing to your brother in a high school basketball game. I wouldn't know. It is truly the most depressing, infuriating thing, especially because, like, we were hyped to be the team that found, like, our school and that school go back, like, 20 years in rivalry. And we were, like, this team that everyone's like, oh, you guys are going to beat them, we're going to beat them. And I remember, like, the day before, because, like, I was a Christian school, right, so we had, like, a Vesper service and then... Everyone's like, what are your prayer requests? And then, like, everyone from the basketball team was like, I pray that I have, like, 10 blocks. I pray that I have 20. Like, we were just all hyped. Man, when they spanked the shit out of us, bro, I cried that night. It's okay. It's not okay. I still think about it. It's okay, man. Sometimes big brothers are better. It's He's right. not my big brother. I'm the oldest. Little brothers I'm are the better. oldest in my family. That's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's embarrassing. She shouldn't he's be losing 15, to your little brother. He's 15 months younger than me. Well, I think you guys are basically twins. We're basically twins. You're basically Irish twins. That shit hurt. You know who it hurt the most? My family. Why? Because they My won't. Da- they, they, didn't, they didn't go to the games. They didn't like it because it would, like, it would come home. Is that you as a little basketball player, Sophie? That is me. What was your stat line, Sophie? I was point guard. Two, two, and two. No, I was I was the starting point guard. What two, was your two, stat two line? Two, two, and two is not a bad stat line. Point guard. That's not a stat line. That's a position. <laughs> I said two, two. Oh yeah. Oh, her response. Yeah. <laughs> look how cute I was. Oh, so skinny. Listen, Sophie. If you look in, if you show me pictures of basketball saying "Look how cute I was," that means that you were not a good player. Look how cute I you was. You should say, "Look how I'm dominating." Look how skinny I was. Your foot is on the line on that free throw. It shouldn't have counted. No, it's not. Get, look closer. <laughs> Zoom in. Okay, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Jaquise, did you play? I play ball. Were you I on play, the team? Yeah. Varsity? I didn't, no, I didn't make my varsity team. I didn't try out, actually, because I knew. I made freshman team, mm-hmm. and if I'm not mistaken, you had to also try out for sophomore team. If I'm not, I can't remember. I think so. Uh, I mean, at my school. This is a while. It was freshman. This is 2001. JV and then varsity. Okay. I made JV my freshman year, and then I got bumped to varsity. I made JV, and then I got bumped to varsity because of an injury. I'll, I'll be at 100%. When I was in public school and I was on varsity, I'd only benched, which is why I went to that Christian school. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to be a starter here. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be honest. Hey, that's okay. It's all right. I play baseball, though. You see this in this picture of this girl? I tore her ACL, and I still feel bad about it. Well, stop bragging about no, it. No, I still feel weirdo. bad about it. Uh, Jaquise? I still feel really bad about when it. When we come back from the break... I want to ask you a very interesting question. Okay. About high school sports. All right. That is when we come back from the break. So, Jaquise, I want you to picture a game. I also want to, before before you let it be known, I want it to be known to this one person on Twitter who said, I'd never let you get the last word when we kick the brakes. Nice job. You did it. I did it. Can I get a high five? I'm, Real quick, high five? Yeah. I did it. You, you let that shit get to you? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> Jaquise did stay quiet that whole time during the ad and lock eyes with me. To be like, yeah. I want you to acknowledge that I'm not saying anything. I want you to acknowledge this. I want you to acknowledge it. <laughs> he looked at me like, do you see my Sorry. mouth not see, moving? <laughs> see, I'm not talking. Um, I'll, all right, let you, I'll so let you have this. I want you to think about one game in high school. It could be any sport. And I want you to tell me about a game where... You lost by maybe like this much. Mm-hmm. And tell me something that you wish you would have done differently to change and or save that game. Describe the game in full if you can. And then tell me something that you would have done to change. Hmm. That's a tough question. I'll give you my game. Go ahead. All right. So it's high school. There's a tournament, right? Because uh, it was an Adventist high school. So it's this Adventist college that has this tournament that like – all the Adventist schools across America go to. Mm-hmm. And I was in the small school one. There's a big school tournament and a small school tournament. I was in a small school tournament. Again, my high school team was so bad that they were notoriously known for always playing in the pig game and losing. Now, if y'all don't know what a pig game is, a pig game is you went to the tournament, you lost the whole time, and they felt bad. They didn't want you to feel bad when everyone's playing in the trophy games, and they let you play one more game. It's mm-hmm. called a pig game. Uh, uh, and we would lose that game every time. Except this year, for the first time in history, we were able to play for a trophy. Third place trophy, but we were able to play for a trophy. Mm-hmm. Playing right. in this game, and, ah, oh man, two minutes left. We have the lead. 
We're up four. And then I had been missing free throws that whole game. I don't know why. And the coach was just like, I'm just going to hack the shack out of this dude and bet that he's not going to hit these free throws. And he did. I missed every single free throw in the last two minutes. They scored to tie it. Our our center, like, goes for this three with, like, two seconds left on the clock and travels. He hits the three, but he travels, so they wipe it off. And then we go into overtime. I miss every single free throw in overtime. And we lose my high school's only chance at the time to win a trophy. They should have benched you. Bro, they should have benched me. <laughs> that's that's your coach. Bro, I was <laughs> missing free throws. Once your coach saw what they was doing, they should have set your ass down, dude. <laughs> at least for a couple. Once you got to overtime, bro, you should have sat down for at least two of those. But minutes. I was scoring. I was scoring besides that, but I was I'm not hitting my free no throws. Here's what I wish I had done differently. I wish, well, one, here's what it was. They were one, because it's high school, they were one and one free throws for a while. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for most of it, it wasn't a long game. I wish that I had the wherewithal to know that if they were going to foul me, I was going to drive to the hoop every time. So, yeah. if they fouled me, at least it's a shooting foul. That's true. So, it's two. So, it's yeah, not one and one. Exactly. Gotcha. I got you. And I wish that I would have been like, I think, like, in high school, something that I, did, I didn't do now, like, I do now, but I didn't do back then, was I was too in love with Kevin Garnett, and I was too in love with Dirk Nowitzki, where I would fade away a lot. So you was fading away on I was fading throw. away on, no, not on free throws, <laughs> oh, on okay. the, like, in the post. Oh, okay. And I was way taller than most of these kids, and I would be fading away. I wish that back then I would put my back to the basket and be like, if you're going to foul me, I'm going to hoop on you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to turn in, I'm going to use my weight, and I'm going to beat you inside. I think that is what I would change in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I think the outcome of the game would have been a little bit differently if I had been more aggressive. That is something that I was not in high school at all. I was very not aggressive with my height and my weight. I was like, oh, you know, I'll fade away. I'll I'll set screens for somebody else. If I had the ball in the post, I'll pass out to a three. Mm-hmm. I wasn't aggressive. I like how Cat is playing now. Right. Mm. You know aggressive. what I'm saying? Where Cat will be like in the post and then he'll be like, you know, I'm just going to dribble out to the three-point line and shoot this three that's going to air ball. <laughs> and you're like, nigga, you're the biggest guy I've ever seen. You should be going inside the post and banging it. Should be shacking. But he's not. All right. All right. All right. I got one. It took me a minute to think one. I can't think of any basketball ones. No, it could be baseball. Uh, so it is baseball. <clears throat> baseball is weird, though, because baseball... It's a lot that you can't change. It's a lot that you can't change. Like, you, some you, shit is the luck of the draw. Unless you make errors. Yeah. Then you can't change much, which I can't remember if I made any errors in this game. But I will say this. So this game, I remember, I was very upset. Now, I had a very good, like, baseball eye. Like, I drew, I took my walks. Like, my on-base percentage was fucking high. Even this recent rec league I just played in, I think I took, I drew the most walks on our team. So that's something I've always prided myself in, playing baseball. We play this game, and we're losing. We're losing, but I'm playing center field. That's my position. I'm patrolling outfield like I do. I make the catches. I hit a double in the game, earlier in the game. It's like, yeah, all right. We start making our way back. We make our way back. We were losing like 9-3. to Something like that. Mm-hmm. We made our way back from nine to three to in the ninth inning, nine to eight. Oh my gosh! Bases loaded. No. 
I'm at the plate. Two no. outs. No. Two Keith. outs. Now, mind you, I've already hit a double, and I think I drew a walk at this point. So my stat, my my line is You're pretty good, good already. Good. This. And I'm at the plate. Dude is throwing heat, and I fucking rip one down the line, dude. Rip one. It would have been a double. It would have ended the game because base is loaded. Dude on third would have scored. It's two outs, so when you hit a ball with two outs, everybody takes off on contact mm-hmm. with baseball. So second base would have scored easily. And the fucking umpire called a foul ball. Now, in baseball, the rule is, and mind you, this is early 2000s, and high school doesn't have replay or anything like that. But the rule is, if the ball... high school had replay. It would be insane. If the baseball crosses the bag... In fair territory. In fair territory, crosses the bag, it is a fair ball. Uh, Even if it lands like foul, Mm. if it crosses the bag in fair territory, it's a fair fucking ball. Not only did the ball cross the bag, it crossed the bag so much the dude on third had to duck because it was about to hit him. So (laughs) that's about as clear as you can get that it was a fair fucking ball, right? Umpire calls foul ball. We argue, and the umpire, my manager is arguing. Everybody's like, that's a fucking, of course, the other team, foul ball, foul ball. My team is arguing fair. It's nothing you could do. The umpire, one rule, whatever. So I go back up to, I'm pissed now. Because I'm like, What's I should have just. at this point? Well, I had, it was two strikes on me. Okay. Two strikes. I got I worked to count to full count. I'm upset at this point because I'm like, the game should be over. And mind you, I told you I was a pretty good at the play with taking walks. Yeah, you had it. You had, and you had, you I, had already had a double and a walk that I night. I swung at ball four and struck out and lost the game. <laughs> I was so fucking mad, dude. I was so mad, man. You wanted that hit bad, didn't I you? Was, I was not focused anymore. I yeah, wanted that hit that again. Hit. You just wanted and I should have just took the walk, which 100%. I, which is what I would do. I could feel my adrenaline right now dude, because he's to that story. I'm so mad at you, I bro. would do that. I would take the walk, but I wanted that hit so fucking bad. <laughs> I'm so and I should have. And, and the bad thing is if I would have took that ball forward, it would have tied the game. You would have tied the game. would have tied the game. Because he would have had the. <sighs> yeah. That's but you nice. just wanted that fucking hit. I wanted that hit. And it wasn't like an egregious ball. No. But it wasn't like I swung at the dirt. But it was a ball. It oh, was yeah. a high strike. It was a high fucking ball. Top of the fucking uh, zone. Swung right through it. End of the game. I was so mad, dude. <laughs> I was so fucking mad, man. I'll never forget. I, I mean. So what you would change is you would have. I would have fucking. I would have. I would have forced him to throw a strike. Mm-hmm. Just throw, if you're going to strike me out, see, that's the thing. If you're going to strike me out looking, to me. You got to be amazing. Striking me out looking. No, not, not so much. But striking me out looking isn't as bad when I'm in a batter's box as me swinging at a ball. Mm-hmm. If you strike me out looking, that means I just saw something that I didn't think I could hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's fine. Which is fine. But if I'm swinging at a ball, that means you fooled me. Yeah. And... Now I'm upset. Yeah, and he you, fucking, you made, it made you look like a fool. And he fooled me. And as soon as I swung, I knew it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just swung at ball fucking four. Because you know. Like this idea that you, when you swing at balls, even if they're close, you fucking know. Mm-hmm. I was you feel upset. it. Like you feel it like mid-swing. You're just like, you know man, it. this is a fucking ball. You know it. Yeah, you know it. You Because you see where the ball crosses the plate. It's the same thing. <laughs> look, it's it. the same thing with free throws, man. You can feel it when it leaves your hand. Like, I remember, I can distinctly remember in my body being like, this shit's not going in. The moment it left my hand. Yeah. 
It was like people praying on the sidelines too, being like, "Oh, I hope they win." With all the hands locked and yep. shit. And then I was like, "Did your team try to?" Because my team tried to cheer me. Of up. course, they tried to cheer me. Because my team was like, "Yo, we came back, man. Yo, that was a double, man. Just know that you hit the double." I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. Like, I was so mad. <laughs> the girl that I liked I so at the time came and tried to cheer me up, and I told her, "Get the fuck away from me." <laughs> I'll never forget. Yeah. And then, there's, of course, there I didn't is, end up with her. There's two moments. <laughs> With some men, honestly, there's two moments with some men where I just, I just pictured really skinny Edgar. I was very with skinny. His head down. I was crying. I mean, yeah, you don't fuck with a dude. Listen, I was fucking weeping, dude. Listen, there there are two moments where yeah. you don't. There's one moment where you don't fuck with a person who's a competitive person, and there's one moment where you can ask a man to do anything and he'll do it. Mm-hmm. The woman when you don't fuck with a man, it, like if he's a competitive athlete or playing Absolutely. a game, is right after he loses. Absolutely. Give him those five minutes. Absolutely. Did I ever tell <laughs> you what happened with five my ex when we were watching Warriors Thunder Game no. 7? When no. KD was still on the Thunder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I went into that game being like, we are going to fucking win this game. And everyone around me was a Warriors fan. Yeah. And then, you know, my ex, you know, didn't watch sports, but she was trying to be like, oh, you love them. They're going to win. They're going to win. And I just watched, bro. I just watched Clay and Steph turn on, and I just knew the whole time this shit's yeah. over. And KD wasn't hitting shots. Westbrook wasn't hitting shots. And then when that shit ended, I just went in the corner. I was just like this. And then she came over with this cupcake and was just like, hey, Mm-mm. honey, I got this cupcake for you. Mm-mm. And this black girl grabbed her and said, you need to leave that boy alone. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> you Seriously. need to leave that boy alone. He Seriously. needs to be by himself. I right mean, now. five minutes. <laughs> My, I remember in 03 when the Cubs lost Get the NLCS. Come on, bro. They... See, you get heated. They were up. I three, the same one. Thing. You get heated. Just, I'm, I'm sorry, saying. Anderson, I'm you sorry. just Listen. riled up Anderson. She five said, minutes. You're getting too aggressive towards my mom. Sorry. Five I'm minutes. Sorry, Anderson, I'm sorry. Like I remember in '03 after the Cubs, and this is going to lead me into a segment I want to talk about. But after the Cubs in '03 blew it mm-hmm. and didn't make the World Series, as soon as they lost, my grandmother busts in the fucking room laughing. <laughs> I've never been so close to punching this old woman in my life, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like I swear to God, I was like, "You need to leave out of my room right now." I don't care who 100%. you are. Hundred percent. Like, just give me five fucking minutes. Five to minutes, me. bro. <laughs> like, and that shit, that shit hurts. Yeah, dog. dude. But you know what else is good though? And I want to do this real quick. Is those moments when they when they fucking oh when they win, oh when they win. Oh, oh dude, that's. But listen, the other part of what I was gonna say, because that's a good part when they win. Your you, you guy is going to be so happy. Oh, man. And, like... It's it's not the equivalent of this is the time. If you're looking like, when can I ask my man anything? It's right after he comes. Right at, <laughs> <laughs> it's right after he comes. Right after he comes, but well, also right after a team or, win or anything like that. You can ask me. You can ask me anything. Bro, Listen. We we played this game in, a, in my church, this church tournament, where this dude was wrecking me, bro. He was wrecking me. He was better than me. He was faster than me. He was stronger than me. I just couldn't stop him. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to talk shit this whole time. I kept talking shit, just kept saying things to him. I got him out of his head. He was missing shots, and we won that game. Bro, that was the happiest I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> yeah. That feel you. can only be rivaled when Katie hit that three this year. Because I was in a bar. Felt. Bro, I was in a bar full of Cavalier fans, bro, mm-hmm. at Jay's bar. And they was all talking shit. And when he hit that three. Talking shit? They was down 0-3 in that series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were down 0-2. But LeBron was going off in that game. LeBron had just hit a three when KD pulled up that shot. Yeah. And then they was talking all this shit. When he hit that, 
I screamed. I screamed in this nigga's face, bro. I'm so happy. Yeah, man. When the Lakers lost to Boston, I had my phone on airplane mode for like two weeks. Oh yeah. I feel you. When they feel when they won, I was the worst Laker fan. <sighs> that Ron Artest shot broke my heart. I watched that shit in a fucking camp full of Lakers fans. Yeah. And they were all screaming. I was so fucking mad. I love him. Listen, today is <laughs> today this recording. Two years ago exactly is the day the Cubs won the World Series. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing my Cubs World Series shirt. That is right. Uh, this was by far the happiest day of my life. Uh, even if I have children, they will be second. Of course. They will be second. What? Bro, the Knicks have children, won a championship. Children are born every day. Of course. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of I'll here. I'll love you. I but love the Cubs you. only win once. Cubs only win once in every 108 years. That's absolutely <laughs> like, Just so I, you know, that is the title of our episode. <laughs> uh, they are. Yeah, children are born every children day. Children are born every day. Every day, bro. Cubs only win the World Series Cubs once a century. Only win the world. Yep. Uh, so, listen, it was the happiest fucking day of my life. I cried. I cried tears. It was, I, I'll never forget it. Never forget it. No, it was in Cleveland. I was here. I, that's the greatest fucking disappointment of my life is that I was not living in Chicago when they yeah. were. Because I used to live three it blocks away from Cleveland, Wrigley. right? It was in Cleveland when they were. But then a bunch of people were watching it at Wrigley, right? Oh, I remember the, Brad, streets were, the streets were packed. Brad Varian, like, snuck into Wrigley Field to, like, watch the game or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the, the field was closed, but people were all around Wrigley. Because yeah. Wrigley is in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's smack. It's like if it was right in the middle of Echo Park like how Yankee, LA. Like how Yankee Stadium used to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or Fenway is in a neighborhood, too. All yeah. those old-ass stadiums were... Mm-hmm. People lived across the street from those fucking yeah. stadiums. Uh, the A's are still like that. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I would love to go to the Coliseum. Um, but yeah, dude, it was the happiest fucking day of my life. I'll never forget it. That is memory number one. We've been talking all the high school memories. Is there another memory that you have, whether it's sports or not, That's just that a pure you wish joy you, could, memory? you could relive? Every day, every single day. Because even if the Cubs win another World Series, yes, even is. if they win another World Series, it will not match that first one, dude. This one's gonna be really lame. It's gonna be really lame because it doesn't matter. My my school has a film uh, festival every year uh, for all the film majors, and there was this year I made this short film that was like it took my everything, bro. Like that year, I had attempted. And, like, I was super depressed. I missed so many classes. Like, my teachers were just like, we don't know if this quarter's even going to count for you. And I'm like, I put my butt into that movie, man. I tried my everything to, like, make that movie good. And then there was it was the first year that they did awards at the film festival. And there's two awards. There's Thesis of the Year and it's Filmmaker of the Future. And I remember at the beginning of the year when they announced that, I was like, I want that award. But then, because of how the year went and all my depression and all that stuff, it was like a year after I'd been diagnosed. I was like, there's no way I'm going to win. I missed. There would be days... Where I'll be, I wake up and I'll look at the clock and I'll be like, shit, I can go to class, but I'm just not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, where you look mm-hmm, at the clock and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, what the fuck happened? It was 9 a.m. just a while ago. Like, right. there'll be days like that. My teachers would like try, everyone was like trying to be like, come on, Edgar, you can do it. And there's one boy, I'll, I'll swear by this dude for the rest of my life, Justin Feltman, who just kept pushing me, man. He'd be like, come on, Edgar, you can do this. Let's just go out and just shoot some scenes. And I'd be like, all right, let's go. And I'll go and I'll shoot some scenes. He'd be like, come on, let's just edit like a title sequence. Like, he'd be like, he made me realize to do it in, like, fractions, just, mm-hmm. like, in little fractions. 
and be like, I'll just edit a title sequence. Like, it's no big. Just edit all the titles. And I was like, I haven't even shot anything yet. He's like, but it'll make you feel good. And I would edit a title sequence, and I'd be like, this does look really cool. And it would inspire me to keep going and all that shit. So then at the end of the year, they're at the film festival. I was already at somewhere else because I couldn't make it to, like, my actual screening, which depressed the shit out of me. And then I was like, I didn't go to the screening. They're not going to give me this award. Like, oh, man. I had, like, I had this really rough breakup that year. All this shit, man. It was just a really fucked year. And I remember I'm just dropping. My friend was just like, hey. I'm, I'm going to try to drive you to the award ceremony. It was like 20, 25 minutes away. And I was like, I'm not going to make it in time. And I'm not even going to win anyway. He's like, let me just drive you there. They're driving me there, speeding down this long-ass hill. We finally get there, and I, and I walk in, and they're announcing the award. And I remember I just had my head down. And there's this other dude who had this film. It was a beautiful documentary, perfectly made. Like, I was like, this is going to win. It's so clear. Then they announce the award, and... I say that nigga's name as they're reading the card, and they say my name, bro. I just fell in my seat and just started That's crying, dope. bro. I just That's started dope. crying because I was like, I didn't think I could do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. That year, I That's was great. like, I'm not even. It was like I. It was like when LeBron said, "I'm not even supposed to be here right now." Yeah. That's how I felt. Like I was like, man, I'm not even supposed to like. I'm supposed to be dead. Like yeah. And winning that award, get your pound out my face, Sophie. Thank you. <laughs> That's dope, dude. Those so are like good, that was like one moments. where I was like, I would I would live that moment again of saying the dude's name as they say my name over yeah. and over again of being like that's how far the doubt in my mind was that I was going to win was yeah. I was saying someone else's name while they said my name. I would live that moment over and over again. That's dope, dude. Then my ex came up to me afterwards and was crying with me. She's like, I know how hard. And I was like, Did you tell her? And I said, Get the fuck get the away! Fuck. From me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Get the fuck up my face. <laughs> No, I didn't. I cried with her. I cried with her because I'm a sensitive little boy. Yeah. That's dope, dude. I love that. I love that. Um, What's another memory you'd live over and over again? uh, This one isn't nearly as emotional, but it was just such a fucking happy ass day. And I'll tell you right after the break. <laughs> where, where did it go? Where did it go? Never mind, Jaquez. No. <laughs> if you uh, don't know, then oh, you don't know. This past September? No. Oh, then no, I don't know. Maybe I, I got to think about it. Yeah, think about uh, it. Think about big events that happened in the month of September for a while. Oh, so let's take you back to September 11th, 2001. I just found out Michael Jordan was going back to the Wizards. <laughs> Uh, and that's all my mind was focused on. <laughs> that's all my mind was focused on that day. This is like, that's actually a true story. Uh, <laughs> that's like that drug Carl Michael joke where he's like, my dad called me. He's like, did you hear the bombs? The bombs are dropping. Like, the bombs on this Jay-Z album? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because the blueprint that just dropped that day. <laughs> Hell, yeah, I heard Renegade, my nigga. Woo, did you hear the bombs Eminem dropped? <laughs> That's not funny. That's never not funny. been afraid to say what's on my mind. <laughs> what's happening right now? Uh, we're making fun of 9-11. Yeah, I know. I'd like it to stop. Hey, 9-11 is a day we'll never forget. <laughs> you forgot a minute ago. I did. I'll forget it like people forgot about slavery. Oof. <laughs> Jaquise Neal. Let's go back to the week of September 29th. <laughs> 2009. 
maybe 2009, 2010, something like that. I was in uh, Provincetown, uh, Massachusetts, P-Town. Uh, so it was one of the first like traveling shows I'd ever done. Mm-hmm. Like I booked, um, I booked a the it was a theater show, and we were traveling, and we were in Boston, Massachusetts, for the Tennessee Williams Play Festival. And we get to Boston, we fly there. It's a pretty big cast. We're all getting to know each other because half this cast hadn't met. Like half the cast did our part, uh, perform like rehearsed our part of the show, and then the other half of the cast were these dancers, mm. and we were gonna marry them together once we got in P Town. And uh, so we meet. We're in Boston. We're on a plane. We're blah blah blah. Getting to know each other. We get on the ferry. Everybody's fucking boat sick uh, by the time they get to P-Town. And if you've never been to Promise Town, this is a very small town. It's an LGBTQ uh, island, but it's a town that has nothing if you're from, like, a big city. Like, I mean, they don't even have a McDonald's on this fucking island. Uh, it's, so we all, like, looking around, like, where the fuck are we? Uh, this is about to be whack as shit. Uh, they give us bikes. We like, oh yeah, no cars here, just bikes. Just ride your bikes what and stuff fuck? like this all over the island. And we all just like, this is, what the fuck? We gotta be here for three weeks. This is boo-boo. This is garbage. So we get our bikes. It's small town. Everybody's nice as shit, but it's just like, this is not gonna be fun. They put us up in a cabin where literally the beach is our backyard. Uh, so this is the first instance where we're like, okay, all right. And they separate us because uh, it was more people that can live in one cottage. But I was like, all right, that's going to be cool. That's going to be cool. And throughout these, like, two weeks, everything was like, it was just such a dope-ass fucking island, man. Everybody was so nice. We had dance parties every fucking night. Uh, I mean, it was just the most loving fucking, like, island you can possibly be on. We're having a blast. It's such a fun time. It completely changed our minds on the whole island. So we're already happy, right? And then my birthday fell during this, uh, during this tour. And we were like, all right, man, we're going to go to the grocery store. We're going to buy a whole bunch of food. We got a grill in the back of the cottage that I was staying in. We're going to grill food and drink and be on the beach at night, celebrate your birthday. We got drunk as shit, and we got on our bikes drunk, riding through this island at like 2 a.m. in the fucking morning. And, I mean, we're riding along mountains, along fucking sandy beaches and stuff like that. And we decided, like, all right, we're going to skinny dip. So we skinny dip, and now we're riding bikes around the fucking island, butt-ass naked, mm. uh, just having literally the time of our fucking lives. Uh, it was one of those like, movie montages where it, if you just play like a whole bunch of clips of people having fun, mm. like that's what we were fucking doing that entire night, and it's just—I mean, it's a cast full of black people. That's uh, magical, so bro. it's just—I mean, it's just all this black boy and black girl joy. You got to write that indie fucking, film. It was so goddamn fun. You got to write that like, movie. This is the best birthday I've ever had. Uh, I would live that day. Again, if I could, because it was just such a happy ass day. That's beautiful, bro. It was great, and also it it, it, t- it takes on a little bit more significance because the director of that show, uh, his name was P.J. Paffarelli, uh, died a couple years ago in a car crash, like at the age of forty-two. Mm. Uh, so it was really so like you know a lot of us hadn't like chatted in a while, or whatever. And then when he passed away, we all like 
you know, reconnected together, and stuff yeah. like that. So that was pretty cool too. But uh, but yeah, man, I would I would live that over and over and over if I could. It was dope, man. It was dope. I loved it. It's good birthday. I was thinking it was what twenty three. Mm-hmm. How old I was in two thousand ten? Twenty three. Sure, absolutely. Twenty three. Loved it. Yeah, I wouldn't know. You could if you did math. Mm-mm. I don't. Mm-mm. I just don't. I get it. I don't do math and I don't read. Is there something you wish you could do over? You know, that's a memory that came to my mind, and I don't know if it's if it's kosher that I share it because it's gonna feel weird. I'll just share it. It was probably the 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 uh, best New Year's I've ever had. This is gonna feel weird, but like it's just this specific memory. But I'll fucking share it because it's what came to my mind. I should just be honest with myself. Mm-hmm. It was uh, uh, um, damn. What year was this? Maybe twenty fourteen going into twenty fifteen. I want to say I was in the studio apartment with Kingsley and Cali. Mm-hmm. Uh, again. It was rough. It was three of us in the studio apartment. It's completely like trashed and disgusting because you know it's three men out of college living in the studio apartment together. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, my ex, instead of going home, came down to like you know uh, uh, spend New Year's with me in that studio apartment. Kings and Cali had gone home. It was just us, and we like had both fallen asleep and completely like forgot about New Year's Day. Like, we didn't go out. Like, we woke up and was just like, oh, shit. We completely forgot about New Year's Day. Like, woke up at, like, 11.50 and we're like, oh, fuck. We completely <laughs> forgot. Like on New Year's Eve? Yeah, we completely mm-hmm. forgot. So then it was just, like, pitch black. And Kanye had just dropped that uh, song, Only... Is it called Only One? Mm-hmm. You know what song I'm talking mm-hmm. about? He had just dropped it. <laughs> yeah. And my friend had passed away that year. I remember I heard that song. I just started weeping. I just started weeping, and she just started weeping with me, and we just listened to that song ten times until midnight. Mm-hmm. Just in the dark. That was my whole New Year's. That's probably, like, my favorite New Year's Day because it's, like, there was no fanfare. Mm-hmm. There was none of that. Uh, it was just, like, just listening to that song. And I don't know why. And you but... wish you could change that? No. That's my favorite oh. memory. Oh, oh, that's your favorite memory. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That would live again over and over again. That's gotcha. what I'm saying. I would live that memory over just... Sitting in a, a complete pitch black room, listening to only one by Kanye West. Gotcha. That's a good memory too. Because sad, it was like, but that's a good sad. But it was like, yeah, it was, was just happy like, sad. it was peaceful. Yeah, it was peaceful. I feel like a lot of times on New Year's you like put all this pressure and you're go. like, oh, we gotta go. I gotta get the kissing. But it was like, mm-hmm. I just sat in a dark room and listened to that song yeah. with someone that I really cared about at the time. Yeah, that's why like, even with birthdays and shit, I'm like, I don't care about like big parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just me and a person that I care about. Yeah. I didn't have and a birthday a dark party this year. Room. Listening and to Kanye. Kanye. And a sad <laughs> Kanye West song. Sounds like a perfect holiday. <laughs> Sounds like a perfect Thanksgiving. That's my favorite holiday in the world, bro. It is. I'm upset that we're skipping over it. I'm so I listen. was in the Bay Area this weekend, Halloween weekend. I saw everybody, everybody's pictures and shit, everybody dope-ass costumes. It was fun, nice little holiday. Everybody loves Halloween. Literally, the night of the 31st, people start putting up Christmas shit. That makes me so, Jaquise, that makes me so mad, bro. And, yeah, and yesterday I was in the store, and they were playing Christmas music. It's a hot stop. I understand. It's because Thanksgiving doesn't have music. It doesn't have, like, like there's no, like, there's no, like. Let's make some Thanksgiving music. Let's make some Thanksgiving music right now. Let's make some, thanks, 
<laughs> Dan, give us those beats. <laughs> now nah, we're gonna change. We're gonna change old. Uh, uh, Deck the halls with changing leaves. Fall la 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 la. la, 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 la. Put some gravy. Like yeah, like fall. fall. Yeah, what yeah. you got? What you got, Jakees? What's the next verse? Put some gravy into me. Fall la 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 la. la. Turkey stuffing is delicious. Fa la 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 la. Give me that food and football wishes. What else you got? Oh, turkey leg. Oh, turkey leg. Where are thou, turkey leg? <laughs> What's some other shit? What's uh, <laughs> gobble bells, gobble bells, gobble all the way. <laughs> yeah, we should make something. Dan was like, let's make a Thanksgiving song for that mixtape. Yeah, we should make a Thanksgiving song for that mixtape. We should, dude. Uh-huh. We should, and I hope it blows up. I hope it blows up as the premier Thanksgiving song yeah. for every year. Cranberry sauce on the kitchen counter. <laughs> oh my God. Football on the TV. <laughs> I don't know the rest uh, of that song. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other Christmas songs. What else? Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Turkey. <laughs> had, a had, very, had a very shiny bee. <laughs> <laughs> and if you ate him with gravy. And it does not Anderson like does this. not like this at all. And it does not like and the music. And it's like you're talking about killing animals. That's true. I that mean, is, uh, I guess that's the part of Thanksgiving that makes it uh, problematic. And it's the you, only thing about you, Thanksgiving you, that's problematic. Can you problematic. turn the song Santa Baby into turkey gravy, please? <laughs> <laughs> How does Santa Baby go again? It it's a Santa Baby. Turkey gravy. I don't Put know. Put it on the mashed potatoes too. <laughs> uh Culture Kings, will we make your Thanksgiving hits, ladies and gentlemen? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh I guess something that I think is pretty dope. Have you guys seen the new merch? I have seen the new merch. I want to run a contest. I want to run a contest with this. So here's here's you're hearing it here first. We'll release all the details on the Twitter box on Monday. We want people to come to our Chicago show. Absolutely. We want you to come. We've tried to run contests before, and it didn't really run work out. Or we tried to run if people show us that they bought tickets to the to the podcast show to the mm-hmm. live show that you'll. Release the raps, right? Mm-hmm. New contest. If you show us, we're going to give you a week. We're going to give you a week. So from today's episode, which is Monday, November the 5th, up until the following Monday, which will be Monday. And as I take this time, it's because my, my phone is going slow. November 12th. Monday, November 12th. If you buy a ticket to the Chicago Podcast Festival, our show, Culture Kings Live, at Chicago Theater Works, November 29th, 9 p.m., and it's dated between those weeks, you will enter into the contest to win our latest merchandise, which is a 
little play on the Martin TV show logo. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you guys, it looks pretty fucking dope. Mm-hmm. If you want to see it, go to tpublic.com slash culture kings. We're going to get a free shirt for you guys. We're going to choose somebody. That's how you enter into the contest. We're going to choose somebody from that entering into the contest. Here's how you let us know you did it, either on Instagram, Facebook Messenger, or on Twitter. Just go ahead and show us a receipt of the ticket that you bought. That's it. That's it. It's pretty simple. You don't need to do nothing else but that. We're going to choose a winner from that, get in contact with you, get you a free Culture King shirt, guys. But if you just want to buy it right away, Go get it right now, guys. It's on sale. It's actually on sale. I think it's only like 14 bucks. I don't know how long that's going to last. You should do it. You should do it, guys. Had to get that little bit of business out the way just a little bit. It's Oscar season, Edgar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the hit movies are coming out. The movies that I will talk about nonstop are coming out. Jaquise, have you ever seen anything that you think is very Oscar-worthy lately? Not at all. Not a thing. Do you Not. go to the movies? What's the last movie you saw in theaters? Halloween. A Star is Born. Okay. Well, no. we're not talking about that movie. This podcast will never talk about that movie. Thank Listen, God. I have not seen A Star is Born, you and I've never you, been you more proud you don't of myself. Need to. You don't uh, need I have to. no interest. But Halloween is the last movie I saw. And before that, I don't remember. Maybe one of them Avenger movies or something? No, what was the last movie I saw on Movie Pass? Before Movie Pass took a shit all on our hearts because movie pass blows people were saying we shouldn't talk about movie pass in bad ways because, because the ceos are black yeah that's ridiculous let me tell you something let me tell you so, something if a, if a black person is doing something bad i'm gonna talk about you're gonna talk about it <laughs> and we have talked about it in the past you know we need to make sure we don't give other people clearance to shit on black folk shit just for the simple fact that they want to shit on black folk shit but this ain't that this nigga created a company that was dope, and then it became trash. That's <laughs> 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 It became trash. It's as simple as that, y'all. It's as simple as that. Uh, but yeah, what, what, what's your movie? What's your movie? What's your bold November predictions? November predictions for movies? For movies, yeah. What's your you November, early, oh, November early November predictions? early November predictions for the Oscars. For the Oscars. I think... Marhashala Ali is set for another Best Supporting Actor award for Green Book. Do I think Green Book is a phenomenal movie? No. I think it'll be very entertaining. That's a movie where Viggo Mortensen mm-hmm. is his driver and drives him around the South. Um, I don't think it's going to be a phenomenal movie. I don't think it's going to be any different than those kinds of movies, a la The Help, Remember the Titans, those, I'm a white guy learning to be a better person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think Marshall Ali will win another Best Supporting Actor for that role. Another early prediction, I think First Man walks away with Best Adapted Screenplay. Okay. This is based off Did of the things that I've seen. I loved it. I'm obsessed with it. I've seen it twice. We'll probably go see it a third time. This is still out? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's not it. doing well. That's okay. Movies but, don't have to do well to be good. No, they don't. And it's not doing well because I think a lot of people think it's going to be a very boring biopic, but mm-hmm. it's like, I don't think it's that at all. Yeah. I think it's very much so. It's very critical of the space race, actually, which is interesting. Cool. Cool. Those are my early predictions. We'll get on it. And uh, Virginia King is a lock for if Beale Street could talk. She's a lock. She's a lock. I think Claire Foy deserves it, but I think Regina King is a lock for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, okay. But Claire Foy, 
I think she could sneak in there. But I do think that. I haven't even seen if Bill Street could talk, but I feel like Regina King is a lock. A lock. All right. You heard it here first. Those are my early November predictions. Early November They'll predictions. They'll probably change in two weeks when I go watch more movies. All right. I'll give December predictions. Because that's when I'll <laughs> you start, start watching. Because yeah. you'll start getting your screeners. Yeah. I'll start getting my screeners around <laughs> then. So I'll give the December predictions. The only perk of being in SAG. I got a I got a I got a song that I want to wrap the pod up with when you're ready. Let's do it. Right, well, let's drop the let's drop the promos. Let's drop the promos, guys, ladies and gentlemen. I've already dropped the ones that you need to know about, but in case you weren't listening, November 29th, 9 p.m. in the great city of Chicago, Illinois, me and Edgar are coming Chicago Podcast Festival, Chicago Theater Works. Tickets on sale right now. Go get them. You can go ahead and buy all of the dope, dope merch that we have on tpublic.com. You can search Culture Kings and get some hot, hot, hot merch from us. Mm-hmm. Chakese is releasing a line of black TV shows mm-hmm. with the Culture Kings logo redone in those logos. I said that in the worst way possible, but the shirts People are get amazing. It. People get it. So Think make the sure Fresh Prince a... is going to come next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wrongly Prince. said A Different World was first. It is not. It it's is Martin. Martin. It's Martin. Uh, it's great. So yeah, make sure to check those out. Love it. Love it. Get that shit, y'all. Mm-hmm. We need to get some free shirts. from. We need to get... I ordered them for you guys. Dope. Dope. <laughs> um, you Write can find... us out. You can find Jaquise on all social media at Jaquise Neal. You can find Edgar Montplazier on at Mont- Edgar Montplazier on the tweet box, Alpha Graham on the Insta box, <clears throat> Edgar Montplazier on Facebook. Please don't. I'm getting a lot of ads. I'm like, where are these coming from? His Gmail oh. is... is pretty straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably guess it. His MySpace his my is not uh, straightforward. Is Edgar Van Asis? It is Edgar Van Asis. <laughs> is it for real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's myspace.com slash Edgar Van Asis. All right. Y'all Here we go. <clears throat> Turkey night. Bum, bum. Football night. Bum, bum. Pants are tight. <laughs> bum, Fridge bum. is light. <laughs> Round the table with politics. Cousins annoy you with their antics. Food comas are bliss. Food.